Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. A podcast about all things spiritual, mystical, witchy, and woo-woo, designed for the modern babe. Each week, we will dive deep into the nitty-gritty of ancient energy systems and modern-day modalities. This podcast is for the dreamers, visionaries, changemakers, and risk-takers. Life's too short to be boring, so be prepared for fresh opinions, taboo topics, and unfiltered conversations. We created this podcast because we're obsessed with elevating and expanding our lives. We want to bring you along as we unearth helpful practices and topics that you can utilize to do the same. So if you're ready for some fun, jump in, turn up the volume, and let your co-hosts, Brittany Donalds and Aaron Munoz, guide you through the universe. Hey, Aaron, how was your weekend? Hey, it was really good. Um, we had all kinds of stuff going on. That we How did. Was <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Um, I closed my store front on Saturday, so that's a big transition. I'm going completely online with my boutique, so that was a fun little last day at the the store. And I know a lot of people keep like saying that they're sad and all of that, but I'm actually really excited. More flexibility, the ability to bring on like more products and things like that. So. That was kind of Saturday's, you know, thing that I did, and then Sunday we had some fun stuff going on. Yeah, Gypsy Bev made her debut. That was a lot of fun to see her in action. Yeah, it was really good. So for those of you who don't know, we own a mobile beverage bar, and we took a two-stall horse trailer and turned it into the cutest mobile beverage bar Probably, I was going to say this side of the Mississippi, and I'm still, you know, maybe I should say that. It's Probably adorable. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> it's adorable. We did a a styled shoot is, is what it's called, and we went with it to an event space, and our uh, friend who's a photographer, she put it on and invited us and other photographers, and it was kind of like a full-blown, quote like, a, like a pretend wedding, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. 
So they had a cake and food and all of that. Yeah, and we made a balloon garland, and that we, was exciting. Yeah. We never did that before. Um, and, and we also did a, a floral. A, amazing floral piece. Yeah. Yeah. It really Gypsy kind of... so good. You know, really pushed us out of our comfort zones, for sure. We did a bunch of stuff that we've never done before, and it turned out amazing. We'll share a picture sometime once we get some of the edited pictures back. We'll We'll post one to our story or something so you can see it, but... She is available for rent, for weddings, retirement parties, birthday parties, block parties, all that kind of stuff. Um, If you're in kind of the Wichita area or are we southeast? Is that? Yeah. Southeastern part of Kansas. We're in Winfield. Kansas. Southeast Kansas. I don't know where we're at. Who knows? But it's adorable. I'm like so happy the way it turned out. Mm -hmm. The guys put in a lot of work. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they did. It wouldn't be possible without them. So all of our like... Shout out to the poor horsemen. Yeah, exactly. They should be listening to this. They better be. (laughs) Um, No, they did amazing. They've kind of redone the whole thing. And our website, I think, will launch soon and we'll show some kind of like what it looks like now versus what it looked like when we got it is insane for sure. So it's incredible. Yeah. I love it. But that was really fun. So that was kind of a long day, but really productive yesterday. Um, and now we're ready to start the week. It's beautiful. It's fall here finally. So Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, this episode, we kind of went through all of our manifestation series and, and went through that. And some of the things we touched on hinted at something called shadow work, which is where you're kind of going through and identifying those limiting beliefs and things that aren't working out in your life. And so we thought it would be very informational to go over what shadow work is, why it's important. You know, it's not always super fun, but why it's important to push through and just our thoughts and beliefs around it and what you can do um, and how to, to do shadow work. And so we thought we would go through that and dive a little bit deeper into that. So I guess the first part of that would be what is shadow work and why it's important. So for me, basically what shadow work is, is identifying patterns and thoughts and beliefs that aren't serving you in your day-to-day life. Shadow work and what people refer to as your shadow is basically just the side that you may not know is there or that isn't quote-unquote brought into the light. Yeah, like I feel like it's that side of yourself that we kind of feel like we have to suppress. Mm -hmm. So like your deepest, like darkest, I guess, most inner feelings Mm -hmm. and things that you don't really want to talk about, like the things that we kind of... Hide Try away. to hide, yeah, yeah. Even even from ourselves, the yep. things that we don't really like to address, or maybe that part of us that we don't really know very well, and try to like we try to keep it that way, yeah. Because we always, you know, I feel like no matter what, if you feel like you're being your true self, that's great. But everybody has those things that they kind of try to like keep hidden. Yeah. So. No, definitely, I would completely agree. I mean. It, I think it's a play on words that they call it shadow work. It's like obviously hidden away in your, you know, deepest, darkest self. It's not what's been brought to the light, quote unquote. And all that means is kind of bringing it to the forefront of your life so you can deal with it and move on with it. And there's nothing wrong. You're always going to have a shadow self no matter 
how much work you do, there will be, you know, new levels, new quote unquote problems. So, you know, something that could be bothering you that you work through at 25 is going to be completely different than something that you're working through at 35 if you adequately work on it and move through it. So that's what shadow work is as far as the basics of it. So one thing that most people use shadow work for is working on and identifying their shadow and what some of that is and what to do once you find it. So for example, we were talking to one of our business partners yesterday and she was like, I don't know what shadow work is. And the example I gave for me just that kind of popped into my head and I've, I've touched on it before in episodes of what I worked on for my shadow self was the fact that anytime Levi and I, or like even before Levi and really any relationships, um, and it can play out in friendships as well. Like anytime that I feel like there's a disagreement or an argument, I want to jump ship. Like my parents argued growing up and I didn't want to be like that and didn't want to have that kind of relationship. So as soon as a, an argument would happen, I'd be like, I'm done. I'm out of here. Um, let's just break up. It's probably for the best. And like I said, I think I don't remember what episode it was on, but I was lucky enough to have Levi to, <laughs> to work through that with. But that is my shadow. That was my shadow self. The part of me that didn't even realize that I was doing that because I hadn't dug into why I felt the need. Like that's obviously not serving me. It's not giving me a fulfilling relationship to jump ship every time there's some sort of disagreement or argument. Yeah, there so, was needing like healing that needed to happen there, but you hadn't really realized it yet. Yeah, exactly. So that was just like a basic example of my kind of shadow work. So. And I think even Erin touched on the shadow work of her and her kids. I don't know what episode that was either, but a couple that episodes was our first, back. I think that was our Q&A episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, it was definitely a limiting belief that I had, but it tied down to something that was from, <laughs> I mean, started out in my childhood yeah. and, like, carried over to be a lot of, like, negativity even into my adult life. But I was afraid that, somehow I would lose lose a relationship with my children or that I would disappoint them or that they would not want me to be their mom anymore and that it was just like I wasn't... Basically, I was feeling unworthy of having that, having that love in my life mm -hmm. and that I was afraid that I would cause, you know, some kind of problem for them to where they would just like want to disown me and I would lose what's most important. Obviously it's them. So it took me realizing that I even had that issue after hearing someone else talk about something similar that they went through. And it was pretty obvious like once it hit, but yeah, I never... I never realized why I was distancing myself from my kids or why I was working too much or why, you know, mm -hmm. all of these little things. Like, and I knew that those were negative things that I was doing. And 
I was trying to, like, I had slowly over time started to address them and be more intentional about, you know, like spending, spending time with my kids and, and really like forming a stronger bond with them and stuff like that. But I didn't know why there was still something that was like pushing me away from that. Mm -hmm. And then it hit me like a bag of bricks kind of, (laughs) and and then you're able to, to heal and to like, after you know what needs to be addressed, you can start healing and start working through it. Yeah. And it's something, you know, a really quick way to identify shadow work that needs to be done is if something in your life doesn't feel right or feel good. So like, it doesn't feel good to just like, for me, it didn't, doesn't, that doesn't mean it's not for other people, but to jump from a relationship just because I was afraid of confrontation, like that didn't feel good. obviously didn't feel good for you to feel distant from your children. Like there's a way to kind of identify. And so the shadow work can show up in limiting beliefs. It can show up in like emotions that are up and down. It can show up in like stress and anxiety. Like there are a bunch of different ways something can show up. But obviously all of those that I just listed, they don't sound fun. They don't sound like they're supporting you, those kind of feelings. So if you're triggered by something, there's some sort of limiting belief and shadow work that can be done. So identifying the limiting belief can, you know, just be that kind of first step in it. And the shadow work is digging in and figuring out where that limiting belief came from, how to heal it, what is something that serves you more. And we touched on, you know, uh, not touched on, we did a whole episode on limiting beliefs and subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. There's a bunch of different things you can do to start healing those limiting beliefs and changing them to serve you better. And while a lot of this can play out in manifestation, it can also just make your life a hell of a lot easier and less rocky. Yeah. Well, and just your relationship with yourself. I feel like there's so much that you can do, um, to learn about yourself and to embrace who you really are. Like, and to, I feel like shadow work helps the things that you really want in life kind of help come to light after For you sure. discover, you know, all of, all of these little hidden things about yourself <laughs> and shadow work doesn't always have to be a negative thing either. Oh gosh, no. Um, I mean, it sounds obviously dark and there is like darkness to uncovering things that need to be like healed from trauma or whatever. Um, But embracing, it's really about embracing and accepting every part of yourself. So Mm -hmm. even those things that like hold you back, whether they're like insecurities or whether it's trauma that happened to you, that is something that you need to find a way to accept instead of reject. And that's how you're going to be able to heal and be able to like love that part of you. Yeah, no, for definitely. And I mean, the, the thing with shadow work is kind of getting to that point, that aha moment where it kind of just clicks in place and there's a, I don't know, a feeling of relief. It just can't hold you back. Yeah. You're just like, Oh yeah. Well, this obviously is here. Like this makes so much sense. No wonder this wasn't working out. Like, tired of this bullshit. I'm moving on with it. And it's almost, it's freeing. It's, Uh it feels like a sense of relief. Like you just have it and you know, you can own things. You can like feel better about it. You like sit more confidently within yourself. Your authentic self kind of, you know, shines through. So while it can be uncomfortable, sometimes it can be painful. Number one, it doesn't always have to be that way. Like 
sometimes certain things are super emotional for me and sometimes things are just like, oh yeah, like... I just didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I touched on it in another episode where I had this kind of um, cycle where I felt like I could only get support and, you know, that kind of feeling if something bad was happening in my life. Like, just recognizing that and now realizing that I don't have to, like, I can, I'm strong enough that I can reach out if I need support or tell my husband or tell my friends, like, hey, I had a shitty day or this isn't going well for me. Like, that rewrote that limiting belief for me and it wasn't a super overly emotional kind of situation that happened. It was a realization. I figured it out. I was like, why am, why do I like self-sabotage by not showing up successfully in different, Mm -hmm. you know, ventures in my life? And it came up, I figured it out. I started working through it. And now when I need something, I reach out and say like, I'm struggling here or I had a bad day or this isn't working. And it's so much easier than just self, you know, sabotaging my, yeah. (laughs) It's just this dumb thing we used to do. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like, you know, earth shattering in that sense or kind of to the depths of your soul. Some of it will be. And there are times that you may like release or cry or Uh, have to go through that. And I think that that's important too, but I don't want to like scare people (laughs) from shadow work (laughs) because it does have this like dark, heavy kind of connotation to it. And it doesn't have to be that way. And it's not always going to be that way, if that makes sense. Well, and I was thinking about like, why do they call it shadow work? I, I mean, because trying to come up with notes last night, I was like, so there, I mean, there's so much more learning that I can do about it. Oh, yeah. Obviously, like, that's pretty much how every topic that we pick is because it's something we're interested in learning more about. So, yeah, you can always learn more on the, on the topic for yeah, sure. Yeah, but I just was like, duh, your shadow. Okay, so it's the dark, the dark part of you mm-hmm. that you can't ever get rid of. Right. Like you can't go anywhere without it. So you just have to like, like stop being afraid of it because Mm -hmm. it's there and it's going to follow you and it's always going to be there. Yeah. And uh, I think that it really is the perfect name. So it doesn't have to seem scary. Like you shouldn't be afraid of your shadow, but Mm -mm. it's part of you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like shadow work, people think that some people don't have a shadow and other people do like in the sense of the actual shadow work, not an actual shadow that you have outside. Uh, (laughs) Everyone has them. Um, but they, it's like, they think that one thing that I wrote down and this kind of ties into it is called spiritual bypassing. And we touched a bit on it, but I'm really passionate about this because I was stuck in this mentality. Probably the first like year I got into spirituality. Like if I just think positive enough, if I just like say my affirmations, if I act like I don't have problems, if I quote unquote shift my frequency into the correct vibration, everything will work out. And it's basically the spiritual equivalent of brushing things under the rug. Mm -hmm. Like that is what that is. And it, it doesn't serve you in the grand scheme of things. Like it may feel okay not to address your problems at the time, but that pile just continues to get bigger it's and bigger come up again. Yeah. And then you just have a giant lump under your rug and it doesn't work for you. It doesn't look good. It doesn't feel good. Like, you, you know, that there's a, yeah, you know, there's a pile of shit under your rug and you keep like pushing it. So 
I don't believe in spiritual bypassing. I do believe in positive thinking, but I believe in positive thinking after you've worked through your your shit, in in my opinion. Exactly. And I feel like doing the shadow work is the way that you figure out Mm -hmm. whether those issues that you tend to brush under the rug are something that really needs attention and needs to be like gone through Mm -hmm. and that healing needs to happen. Or if you really can just let, let it go Mm -hmm. and move on. Yeah. Some of them, some, you know, shadow work and beliefs take a lot longer to go through. They may come up and show up in your life over and over again, um, until you deal with it and properly deal with it. But I'm telling you, it is possible to work through something, work through a belief, identify it. And it's not that it won't possibly come up for you again. It's that you'll recognize when it's coming up and you can identify it in the moment. Like maybe, you know, in the example of like looking for support or whatever went for me, like when I'm having a bad day at work and I can fall into that mentality of like, oh, it, it's just going to be a bad day, like, I, you know, and I immediately can go to, like, reach my phone and be like, I'm just having this terrible, like, situation and nothing ever works out for me and, like, <laughs> I, of course this is like this and I can, you know, I can fall into that victim mentality to get support versus being like, oh, I had a, like, this is really pissing me off, this issue, whatever it is. Um, I, like, oh, when I opened my store, this was kind of like when I had started going through some of this and... I literally had a day where the tech I had worked with tech support on my website and I had this big sale going on and their tech support had turned something off and they it, it didn't allow people to place orders. It wasn't capturing oh, I it. That. Yeah. And I immediately was just like, of course this happens. Like, oh, I'm here. I'm I missing am. all these yeah. sales I'm that people are trying all of to make. This, and I'm just like whatever. And I immediately recognized it. I think I, you know, I think I reached out to you. I told Levi, you know, but I, instead of doing that, I was just like, I'm going to use this to my advantage. It's a learning moment. I'm like, okay, I can ask for support. I ended up extending the sale and also adding on to, I sent an email out and I was just kind of joking about, I think it was Mercury retrograde. And I was like, she got the best of me, like go ahead and take an additional like 10% off or like free shipping, I think is what it was. Um, so on top of the sale, you also got free shipping and I didn't recover all of the sales that like weekend that I had missed out on. It was several hundred dollars, but I made up probably half of it. And it was a learning moment for me to kind of identify I'm going into this. Like I need to take a step back, reevaluate and see how I would want to handle it. So it can come up, but it can like come up and be dissolved just like that. You know how to recognize it. And yeah shut that shit down. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So, um, I think it's important to just know that like, just because you deal with something, it doesn't mean that it can't ever like come up again, just that it's going to. And the universe is kind of, I heard, um, like manifestation, babe. She said, I don't believe like the universe tests you. I think that, um, it trains you. And so like you, are being trained to kind of up level and move on from it and see, you know, like how it's affecting something. So like if you're training your dog to, to sit and they don't sit 
like the first few times that you have to like push their bottom down, like get them to give their treat or whatever. And then over time, it just becomes something that you don't even have to have the treat. You can tell your dog to sit. It's the same with kind of your subconscious and your, excuse me, your emotional habits. Yeah. Yeah. Your emotional, like, okay, it's going to happen. I'm like getting quicker at it. I'm getting quicker at like turning this kind of thought. I immediately recognize it instead of like going ballistic and then later on recognizing yeah yeah Yeah. and then by the end of it like once you've done it enough it it will like just you know turn over and in my example of um with Levi about not jumping ship just because I don't ever think about like leaving or throwing that out there because we're having an argument like it's not even there anymore because I've worked through it we've obviously been married and together for a long time but I'm past that I've moved on from it I may still have to work on like my support one but I know like what's happening with it it's like a recovering addict I mean it's it's an emotional addict it's so true that when you're recovering or healing or anything you know in that realm you have to recognize your problems and that's why in order to like manifest or just to really know who you are and what you want out of life and what you're able to do for the world. Like you have to know everything about yourself and even the bad stuff and you have to recognize the problems so you can get through them. And so they can't have that much power over you. Yeah, exactly. And just finding out like you're going to be carrying around some sort of quote unquote baggage everywhere, but is your baggage going to be filled with like, used clothes, tennis shoes that are torn up and a brick, (laughs) or is it going to be filled up with awesome clothes, you know, cruelty-free makeup and amazing, a lot of money. Yeah. (laughs) Like go ahead and, you know, pack your suitcase of life for what you want it to be, but it involves taking out the shit that's not working for you and that you don't want to take on your journey with you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I, I think that it's just important to address, like there is a portion of you know, thinking positive and being in an uplift, uplifting state, but it's also about knowing that that's actually coming from a genuine place, not a, Hey, I'm just not going to deal with this right now. Because once you deal with it, you then do feel positive. You then do think positively and life can work so much better for you. Yeah. It definitely would change your outlook. Yep. Um, okay. So Something that can happen a lot when you start working on yourself, um, and this definitely has happened to me, and it can happen throughout life, uh, is the breaking down of things that in other areas of your life that may not have been working. So, for example, you start working on yourself, you start working maybe through a limiting belief or some sort of like past trauma shadow work that you've had. And other areas of your life start to kind of quote unquote fall apart. Mm -hmm. And by fall apart, I mean, maybe you're like working through a limiting belief that you, you know, um, let's just use my example, like of the support and not being able to get it. So I start working on it and then, um, my job kind of goes haywire or, um, I start getting unexpected bills or I, you know, something bad happens in a, I get in a car wreck or, you know, not a terrible car, just something like it doesn't have to happen, but it's almost like when you truly start energetically aligning with who you are, the universe wants to move through and move things out quickly that are no longer serving you. And that could be a lesson that you learn about like 
you're driving or how you're taking care of it or it's wanting you to get a new car and you know you end up getting in your fender bender or you're working through something else and you start getting unexpected bills and the universe is training you to be able to be responsible in that area of your life and pay the bills so that you can move on or um, it's basically bringing you to your quote-unquote like foundational rock bottom so that you can start building things up the way you want it to be. Have you, do you ever have that or have you had that? I feel like it. I mean, isn't that kind of why people say when it rains, it pours? Like once you realize that something's really like triggering you (laughs) or that you have this issue, you're like, okay, I have to deal with this. I'm just at my like limit. I can't anymore. And then all these other things start to like happen and you're just like, really? This is like, (laughs) I can't take all of these things at once. But yeah, maybe that is the universe like helping you just clear everything yeah and and start and it moves it quickly for you I I like the idea like the thing that I see it as I personally believe that you're constantly going through cycles of growth and up leveling and um up leveling can feel like or maybe more like growth and like and up leveling are the kind of the same and the um comfort. So you kind of get to a level, you get comfortable and everything is kind of status quo and you're not really like Mm -hmm. working through anything. You're just kind of like hanging out. It feels good. Like life things are going smoothly. Yeah. Life can feel good, but you realize like, Oh, I'm ready to take the next step in finding a relationship or changing my career or going through some sort of like, you know, self-worth and self-love, like Mm -hmm. whatever. And that's where the growth and up-leveling can happen. There's and, definitely going to be challenges that come along with yeah, that growth, though. Yeah, and the universe can only give you what you're energetically aligning and available for. And so if you think about, like, a rubber band, um, once you expand, like, you get a brand new rubber band, and it's tight, and it's, like, hard to pull apart, mm-hmm. you know? And once you start pulling it, and you pull it apart enough it expands and it doesn't go back yeah, to it stretches out. Yeah. But that expansion can feel like tough. It can feel like you're putting effort into like pulling it apart. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets to that point of stretching it. And I I think it's amazing that like once you expand and up level, you can like stay at that place and you don't have to go back to what you were before. Mm-hmm. And with expansion comes like clearing out, like learning, figuring things out and that kind of um Falling apart sometimes is the clearing out and the hard part that's happening. And it can feel very easy that as soon as that happens, like one of my um, like co-businesses or neighbor businesses at my old storefront, she started working on herself and she came over and she was like, girl, she's like, I don't know what's happening. I started doing this. I uncovered too much. I uncovered this. I've gone through this. Like, it's like, is this normal? And I was like, it is like the universe has to clear things out to put new things in. Your suitcase only has a set amount of space. So it needs you to get rid of the old torn up tennis shoes and the, you know, the, ratty t-shirt that you're still like carrying Mm -hmm. around with you so that it can give you the good stuff and I know that it's hard and it's easy to just be like this shit doesn't work I'm done with it I'm over it like Mm -hmm. it it doesn't work like that or like I'm not ready to get through this I'm not ready to address this so I'm just gonna like push it aside and focus on up leveling my life in different ways but Mm -hmm. like no because then you get 
that prevents you from actually being able to grow. Yes, exactly. It's, and I want to also preface this that when you start out, it can feel like it like takes some time, and that you have to like go through these like things for your up level or your expansion or your next level to happen. Healing, yeah, yeah. But once you get to a point, it can happen so much quicker and so much easier than you even thought possible. Mm-hmm. And I say this a lot to people and like, I, you know, I have this like morning group text, uh, with some like friends and family members that, uh, we talk, we hold each other accountable for like our health and fitness, not from a, like a shame perspective, but from a, Hey, I worked out this morning or like, Hey, I'm not f- like having a good day. Those kind of things. It's very uplifting. And every once in a while, um, it'll get kind of brought up there, you know, they're, could be working on something, they're going through something, and they're like, I just kind of feel cruddy out of the blue, or I don't feel right, I have a headache, or I'm not sleeping, or something of that nature. And one of the things I wanted to touch on are something called ascension symptoms. And I don't know, have you looked into that? Mm-hmm. or ha- Yeah, so ascension symptoms are, are just that word for ascending to the next level. And you are changing at the energetical energetic level the like kind of your dna level even is changing who you are to who you're becoming and that change can affect you in physical symptoms it yeah. can come out like some people call it the ascension flu because you can feel like you have the flu and actually not really have the flu or not have like all of them or just feel like it but not having maybe like you know, the the stomach issues that come with it and things like that. Um, and I have definitely, I get headaches and can't sleep when I'm going through like a big up level. I think not sleeping is probably my main, Mm -hmm. but yeah. And just being worn out, but not being able to sleep. I feel like that's my biggest. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not somebody that has issues sleeping very often. So when I'm not sleeping, I usually can tie it to something. But like the other day I was sitting around with some of Levi's like cousins and family or whatever. And I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you guys, do you hear that? Like ringing in your ears is there like a noise? And they all kind of looked at me like I was insane, which is the MO, which I'm fine with. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, you guys hear that? And they were like, no, and kind of did that number. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting ready for an up level. It's happening. And they were just like, what? And I was like, it's fine. It's all good. It's, that's just what it is. <laughs> and everyone's just like, all right, cool. So I tell my, my health and fitness, like, you know, the workout squad that I talk to every day when they're going through stuff or like not feeling it, I'm like, there's a major shift happening. Like you're, you're having your like ascension mm-hmm. symptoms and I'm not sure if they take it or not, but, um, <laughs> that's just kind of my, my, um, point of view on it. Yeah. It. So, um, but anyways, as far as that goes, it kind of follows into the dark night of the soul. And have you looked into this at all? Mm, I've never heard that term. That term. So. Okay. Um, So the dark night of the soul is kind of like when things are all falling apart and you also don't like it it could be that you're having kind of your spiritual awakening. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people can like kind of go through this at their Saturn return, which usually happens between 28 and 30. And then there are also people that can have it at different times. And 
in the spiritual and new age world, they talk about it being kind of lined up with your spiritual awakening or a spiritual awakening level. And I had mine when everything felt like it went to shit with my career and like just feeling kind of like blah about life. Like it wasn't depressed or like having any issues like that, but nothing had like excited me in that sense. So I was, I was actually, I think I was at about 30 when I was kind of going through it, which is also where I ended up like getting more into spirituality and meditation. And they can say, I mean, I wouldn't wish like a dark night of the soul on somebody because I was like crying from my job. Like I feel I'm a, like I've always had coworker friends, like I've always made friends with people and like had issues or like not had issues, had no issue like being comfortable at my job, but I just like couldn't get my footing. Like even if I would do something, you know, really well and was successful and like making money and like out earning my managers and you know, all of that kind of stuff, I still was miserable. Like it just wasn't working for me and I would cry I don't know, four or five days a week when I would get home from work. I was dreading going to it every day. And mind you, this was like going through different companies. It's not like I was at the same job the entire time. My dark night of the soul was coming through because I was starting to work on the fact that I didn't want to keep working in corporate America. And so it was kind of my breakdown to have my breakthrough. And now I'm like, lit up about my jobs. I'm lit up about like the things that I do, the partnerships I'm in, the, you know, even this podcast and Gypsy Bevco and my boutique and my life coaching and things that excite me and that I find fun. That, that was not all happening when I was going through, through that. I was, you know, my version of, and I, you know, I don't ever like to use the word because I've never been like clinically depressed or depressed in that sense. And I know a lot of people like suffer through that. So I don't ever like throwing the word depressed around because it is obviously a real mental health. Yeah. yeah, So, but it was my version of like my most depressed state I had been in. Mm -hmm. So it was just really tough and it took like a lot of hard work, a lot of shadow work. And I'm happy I went through it because I felt like it was something that I needed to like force me to like make changes. So and to know what you were looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any or have you? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that, that point in my life was kind of when I had moved to Wichita and, you know, I talked about that in an earlier episode, but I was going through so many things and I just felt like there was nothing for me here anymore. And I had gone through a divorce. Um, I was you know, like trying to do, trying to be the best at everything I was doing and felt like I was just like failing at all of it, you know? And, Uh and it definitely, yeah, looking back, like it was super dark, but that's also like what got me into meditation, what got me into like things that, you know, I know about now that I can like tell people about and, Mm -hmm. and hopefully it helps them like heal and, and find some like peace or just like help with stress or, you know, things like that. And it definitely brought new opportunities. Like we, it helped my, I mean, life in every aspect, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, agree I, I found out so much about myself and I had to rely on myself because I had never, I had never been on my own before. Like I got married when I was 17. 
I like fresh out of graduating high school and it was like moving out of my parents' house directly in with my new husband and our son. And then all of a sudden I was in my early twenties. I had two kids and, or mid twenties, I guess, had two kids and went through this divorce. And I was like, I don't even know how to like pay the city bill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I was always the one that I would deposit my money into the bank and then just like everything just got taken care of. And I just like worked my ass off and didn't, there were so many things that I had never had to handle on my own. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like the complete opposite. And I was completely on my own. I was doing everything for my kids by myself and working full time and paying for daycare and like trying to grow my clientele. And it was just like, you know, when you feel like you're treading water and your legs mm-hmm. are like, you're about to just like give up. Right. And, but then all of a sudden I was like, no, like I can handle this. And I started using things like meditation and, um, working out was definitely my like stress relief, but, um, it helped, it helped me to level up. My dating life was garbage and (laughs) I, it just, you have to go through shitty things to figure out like what your limit or like breaking point is and to figure out, I don't know that like, you're not gonna allow that to be your life. Your situation, yeah. Yeah, and I, um, you know, want to point out, like, hers was clearly all in her, like, relationship sector uh-huh. and her, like, kind of confidence and self-worth on, like, being independent with yourself. Like, mine was clearly mostly in my, my job and probably, like, hobbin, hobbins, hobbies and passions, um, kind of realm. So it doesn't have to be across the board that everything's falling apart. It can be a certain area. Obviously when something's so crappy in a portion of your life, it can play out in other areas because you're not as happy. And I also do believe that sometimes the dark night of the soul happens because it's the universe, God, source, pushing you to evaluate and move on. I think if you're one of those people and I don't think that there's a ton of them out there and I wish like as confident as like people think I am, like I had always wanted to be my own boss, but I was always too scared to take the jump. Mm -hmm. And it finally had to happen with like going through a bunch of shitty jobs and getting fired from my last one for me to be like, I don't want to ever go back to corporate America. Mm -hmm. And it took all of that and it was rough and it was hard and it was extremely difficult. But had I just like taken the leap, you know, three or four years (laughs) ago, believed in yourself a little more, like had I done that, I may not have had to go through it. So if there's something that's calling to you and it's not your life isn't what you want it to be like taking that leap can circumvent the dark night of the soul. I mean, Oprah has a whole, like, I think she did a podcast and had, I don't know who coined the term. It's been around for a long time, that kind of dark night of the soul, but she did a podcast episode. I listened to, I don't know. It's probably been a couple of years now. Um, and she like even talks about like kind of hers being, um, when she, I mean, Oprah was fired from, I think as a news anchor before, and she didn't know. And obviously she was dealing with also being, um, a black woman and, you know, a male dominated arena and kind of going through all of that as well. So 
I mean, if Oprah can have a dark night of the soul and like (laughs) do that kind of stuff, you can too. So (laughs) I just want to say that like, just because it's happening to you, you're not being punished. The universe doesn't hate you. It's just tired of seeing you play small and not go after Mm -hmm. what you want. So, and it's time for you to realize things. Yeah, for sure. So, um, and then the last thing is, uh, something that can kind of be beneficial when working through, or the last thing I have, I don't know if Aaron has some more notes, but the working with your, um, shadow or going through your shadow work and working with your inner child and something that gets kind of thrown around is like healing your inner child. And I was like, I have no idea what the hell any of that means. (laughs) And so when I kind of got into it and was going through, I kind of went through my dark night of the soul kind of, I don't know, kind of at the same time that I was doing a lot of spiritual bypassing. I was like, I'm so pissed off at my life. It's so hard right now, like to make my job and career work. Like, I don't know what else to do. And I was like, it's okay though. Everything's fine. I'm going to be good. Like, I'm so positive. Like nothing can, can go wrong. I'm just going to keep like stars in my eyes and like all of my shit in my bag. It's okay. It's fine. Uh, And I came across somebody, and I really like her. I don't do as much of her work now. I went through a lot of it, and which is how I ended up like working through and manifesting like a move, a remote job, and which that was the job that I ended up getting fired from. So you know, whatever. Sometimes you can manifest what doesn't serve you, (laughs) and I and manifested like the move to Winfield and all that kind of stuff. But her name's Lacey Phillips, and she has a, a kind of like a at the time you bought her programs a la carte, but now she has a membership that, and it's only like $25 a month and she has all of these programs in it and it's amazing. And she really touches on working with your inner child and a lot of people do as well, but hers has a whole, I think it's called, it may be called reparent. Maybe she rebranded it, but she still has the program in that monthly membership. And it's basically talking to your inner child, yourself at the age when it was hurt, traumatized, picked up on a limiting belief, kind of went through that. And it's something that I take my clients through in a kind of hypnotic state or very deep meditation where I have them talking to themselves when they were little, providing them the love, care, support, financial means, whatever they didn't have that had caused the the issue that they're working through. And you can find inner child visualizations and meditations again on YouTube if you don't, you know, have the means to pay for something. I would highly recommend going to to be magnetic and checking out. I think she may even have some free little things that you can kind of dip your toe into or you can, I think you can still buy some stuff a la carte. But either way, I'm not sponsored. I just really loved her. And she was like a huge catalyst for me to get me out of that kind of dark night of the soul. And I think she even has a program now called rock bottom, which is basically when you're in your dark night of the soul. So a lot, all of that to say, she has some tools that can help if, if you want to kind of get a little bit more involved and a little bit more, um, kind of like specialized to what you're working through. But again, you can find free ones, but Basically taking care of yourself how you wish somebody would have taken care of that when you were younger. And again, it can be something simple like having that conversation and nurturing your your younger self with money is there for you or you're safe and secure or I love you or you're not alone. Any of those kind of things. But really kind of 
healing it from where it started so that it can kind of clear out everything else that was built on top of it. And um, I heard, I think it was Catherine Zinkina who had said, like, if you can kind of do that, it's almost like a strand of pearls. And if you go all the way back to where the issue started, that issue is what every other like consecutive issue was built upon. Mm -hmm. And if you kind of take that, pluck that pearl out, that initial first, first pearl, everything else kind of unravels. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what inner work can be like for you and and working with your inner child. Yeah. You have to get to the root of the problem and like what caused, what caused you to feel unworthy of the love that you desire or what caused you to feel like you couldn't be, in the like have the career that you want or that you've always wanted like what mm-hmm. what made you think that you weren't smart enough to get there or you know something yeah. like that so For sure. i definitely i definitely agree um and there are a lot of ways that you can start there i always feel like um i had listed out some questions and stuff like that because just going through and doing um a dialogue sometimes mm-hmm. is exactly what you need and it, i think these are just like some tools that you can use in the things that Brittany talked about, um, like healing or reparenting, as some people call it, your inner child. So- yeah. And really quick, one thing on any kind of like inner dialogue, journaling, questions, anything like that, whatever the first thought is that pops into your head is the correct thought. Don't yeah. try to like mm-hmm. rationalize it like to because it may not make sense immediately. But you don't have to. There's a reason it comes. Yes, up. you're oh, you're I, yeah. super conscious. You're. I think your subconscious definitely is trying to like it has all of the answers. Obviously, so if you're 30, then maybe you don't remember exactly. Like you might remember a situation, but you don't remember exactly what happened or mm-hmm. exactly why it made you feel a certain way or like why it stuck in your brain. But you may remember the feeling exactly. That you, got. you just yeah. remember how it made you feel. So your subconscious, though, like we said before, it's stockpile of all of the things that you've gone through in your life and all those little details that you've absorbed, but you just can't consciously remember. So when you do start asking yourself these questions, it's going to pop up. Like the answer is in there. You just have to trust yourself and you have to be like open and don't try to answer the questions for yourself. Let the questions answer themselves. Yeah, it, it'll be crazy. You will get it. It You'll think that it's just like, if you almost like don't even have to necessarily think about it. Like mm-hmm. what pops up is your, I said super conscious earlier, like you have your like your conscious, your subconscious and your super conscious kind of is the one that like is managing all of it to make sure it's all working properly together. Your superconscious will like be the one that's like digging all the way into the subconscious to throw that information out to you. So, yeah, definitely uh, think of that when you're going through these questions that Erin's going to give you. Okay, so um, I'm just going to like read off. These are obviously like general questions. So if one of them isn't perfect for you know doesn't like trigger you, then. Mm-hmm maybe it'll inspire you to like come up with your own questions. So um, this says, what is the thing I fear the most about finding out about myself? Ooh, that's a good one. I feel like that's a good place to start. Heck yeah, it is. Um, What is the most mortifying lie I've told myself? Mm. What's the biggest lie I've ever told? 
What's the biggest thing I'm most ashamed if others would find out? Ooh, really quick on this one. I think so, so, so many limiting beliefs and shadow work comes back to shame and guilt. Mm -hmm. It's insane how much stuff I work on that I'm just like ashamed of or I feel guilt about either the way the situation played out, the way I had a part in the situation, like anything like that. Shame and guilt are huge. So that is such a good question. So, okay. Um, When did I start to reject this aspect of my true self? Mm. Where does it come from? Who did I inherit it from or do I think of? Who made me ashamed of it? Who have I seen ashamed of this? What judgments do I feel thinking about this aspect of me? Mm. So I feel like kind of no matter what, if it's um, unworthiness in love, like no matter what aspect or like thing that you're self-conscious about or, Mm -hmm. you know, just have a block maybe. Yeah, um, if you don't feel fulfilled in an area of your life, any of those you could take through this. Definitely. Um, I mean, without darkness, there is no light. So you have to embrace this part of you. The answers that come up, like follow that. Like, even if it's just one question a day, if you want to do some of this stuff, like in the morning, take one question and ask yourself and then just be brutally honest. And you can start like journaling and maybe the answer will come out through that way. You can like meditate on it. You can just think about it throughout the day. Um, Yeah. And I've even had when I've like started working on stuff, I'll kind of sit down and do a meditation or a hypnosis. And then before I start like working through questions, um, you know, Lacey's work is very kind of similar to something like that where she'll ask you to, or, you know, you'll have questions that you come have to contemplate on. I will like ask my higher self to come in and show me like, or to give me that information that I need. And, you know, most of the time I'll be able to at least like come up with like, even if I can't pinpoint what the issue is, like asking the question will immediately make me feel a certain way. Like something will come up. Yeah. And if you go ahead and do that, it could end up like it's buried so deep. You may have to go through it a couple of times or you, your, you know, subconscious or super conscious will end up revealing it to you in another way. Like, mm-hmm. like Erin was talking about how like she had, you know, been distancing herself from her children and it ended up coming to her and like really hitting home, listening to a podcast of somebody else discussing it. And it wasn't even the topic of the podcast no, when she like, no, I was learning about manifestation Yeah, and Exactly. Yeah. It. That's why I was caught so off guard because I wasn't trying to do shadow work. Like I wasn't trying to uncover some limiting belief about my family life. I was working on like my career and manifesting ideal clients and more money and hitting goals in that aspect, which mm-hmm. is fun. It's funny because that's an area of my life where I've never felt insecure. Like I've mm-hmm. always known that like I was going to have a badass career at doing hair and that like I was good at that. And like, it was easy to me to build up a large clientele. Right. And I was able to do that in a short period of time. So, um, doing that work and then all of a sudden this issue that's like so personal and so on the other aspect of my life 
just literally, I told Brittany, like it hit me like a bag of bricks and I'm not exaggerating at all. It knocked the wind out of me Mm -hmm. and I just started like blubbering. Yeah. And I'm not like a super overly, I, I am like a emotional person, but not outwardly really all the time. And I just like couldn't hold it in. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I, it connected when I was listening to Jamie C talk about her family and it suffering so much loss and that they, several like close cousins and an uncle had died from a drug overdose uh-huh. and it like she watched her watch these people that she cared about so deeply lose children mm-hmm. that it like traumatized her and made her afraid that she would lose her children yeah in, in a tragic way and with me i was like oh my gosh because she talked about using that her career that she finally felt so successful and fulfilled in as a way of like s- distancing herself mm-hmm. from what she was scared of losing kind mm-hmm. of to yeah. like, and like bracing for impact because she had, she had gone through um, like trauma and she had gone through hurt and stuff before. And like, that was her self protect, like her self defense mechanism yeah. was that distance. And that's exactly what I had done. Um, not wanting to like relive the situation that my mom went through. Right. And I wanted to protect myself and, it just <laughs> yeah <laughs> once no, you once you hit that wall like there's no unhitting it you you have to go through it yeah you do and i mean that's kind of the i mean it's obviously hard when you're going through it like you said it hit you and you you broke down but it's also like amazing that when you start to work on it like it was i think you even said it was like the very last kind of part of the episode that mm-hmm. they were kind of yeah, hitting it on was it at the end. and it it was brought to the forefront for because she, her subconscious knew the universe knew what she was trying to do and she was working on like bettering herself mm-hmm. and like working through stuff and it was like okay here you go here's the answer but here's you, this big thing yeah. you need to take care of yeah and yeah. here's like something you may have not even seen or under you know understood that was an issue but even if you you know go through those questions and something doesn't immediately pop out pen to paper the reason it's important to listen to like you know, our podcast, other people's podcasts, read books, like watch YouTube videos, all of that kind of stuff is that something that somebody else may have gone through can help you work through it as well. Mm -hmm. So, or it can trigger, mm -hmm. I mean, just anything that you, that it'll be a signal and it'll be like, Oh, hello. Like you have this thing too. Yeah. Yep. No, I completely agree. So there, anything that you have or that you're working through, no matter how shameful or guilty you feel about it or how hidden it is or how unfixable you think it is, that's not true. Like you can get through it. You can work mm-hmm. through it. If that is going through some of these steps, we, we talked on limiting beliefs in the other, our other episode, the first manifestation one, if that's talking to a therapist, if you, you know, if there's mental health issues at play or something that you want assistant with, there are, coaches for every kind of thing you know I just listened to a podcast on a sex coach today like there and I think she calls herself a sex coach and therapist so either way there are people out there to help you there are programs to help you there are free resources um you know something I don't ever want to like brush over if any of these aren't like something that you feel capable of doing on your own that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it you just need to find the right person to help you with it and if that's 
a therapist or a coach or a book or a podcast or... Or just opening up to a friend. Yeah, any of the above. Like, do not hold it in. If it's coming up, it wants to come out and move on. So hopefully Mm -hmm. that can help. But do you have anything else to add? I don't know. I feel like maybe it could be something in, like, our next episode. But um, there are so many ways, like, to dialogue or... Like, say that there's a a situation that is traumatic to you and has, you know, caused issues like this or has caused you to feel shame or guilt or whatever. If you don't have the opportunity or it's just not realistic for you to confront that person or to have conversations, you know, like maybe, like, so I know that there's people who have like family trauma and then someone passes away and they've never been able to have those like hard conversations. So they feel like stuck and like, they're never going to be able to have true healing or they're like, how do I get through this now that that opportunity is gone? Kind of, you can set, like you have control of your side of that situation. Mm -hmm. So you can create a dialogue. And, um, I found some like helpful ways of initiating that or like ways to get through it but like maybe we can expand I don't know next episode yeah I feel like that would be a good place to go and I mean and I one thing on that really quick with you know having that dialogue talking to your inner child or what your inner child needed if something happened Mm -hmm. like you can step in as the adult in that situation and stand up for yourself as a child that you wish somebody had done for you then. So, and I have a good exercise for that too. So, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll do another episode on, on shadow work or some other different things on on healing. Yeah. Some different, maybe like free healing all the healing or something yeah. yeah that wouldn't involve but again we i just want to make sure we can we're get into yeah we so can get much. into some good stuff but i i do want to touch on because i don't think it gets touched on enough when like healers or even coaches and i myself am a coach like if you are suffering from depression mental health like any kind of like dark thoughts like please go like immediately find somebody to help you like whoever that is you don't have to do it alone because I think, wasn't it mental health day the other day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could go anywhere. So, uh, you don't there have to do it alone. There are people out there that are just waiting for you to yeah. ask them for help. Yes. You don't have to do it alone. So, but you know, for a lot of the things that, you know, I've gone through or like my friends, you, it's stuff that you can work on with yourself or again, a therapist, a coach, a friend, mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah. So find yeah. a book if you're afraid to, I love a good book. Afraid to reach out to yes. someone because chances are there are people that have gone through the same thing you're dealing with right now. Yep. All right. Well, that's all we have guys. Hopefully that wasn't too uh, (laughs) dark and heavy and you understand the importance of, um, you know, shadow work and how it can be beneficial. We promise it's not as bad as you may think it is. It'll be worthwhile. So if you have questions, please reach out and we'll go over maybe some other additional healing and, uh, you know, types of techniques that you can use to, to go through that. So Have a good week, guys. Bye. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Cosmic Road Trip Podcast. If you liked this episode, we would love for you to leave us a five-star review and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. After all, like energy attracts like energy, so keep the good vibes coming. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.